This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello, Hornet fans. This is Michael, and I am once again in the office of Athens head football coach Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing good, Mike. Appreciate you coming by. Okay, so uh, this is what, year four? Year four. I wonder how many times that I turned on the recorder and said, I'm in the office of AK, and you said, All right, Mike, uh, what, what's the next line? Um, appreciate appreciate you coming by. Yeah, yeah. We say the same thing every that's time. That's right. I always think about that as I say it. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it is funny. But it's good because, you know, it just shows that, you know, we've gotten into that routine where this is something we do for the fans every week to try and tell them what's going on. Yes, sir. Um, and. It's an important point in the season because we're going to talk about it. Friday night starts district play, which the entire rest of the year has been aimed at starting this Friday night. But we've got some problems. You're a little banged up. Yeah, we have been. You know, uh, last week against Kaufman, you know, we obviously we played without our starting quarterback and then. Uh, you know, we've talked about this, but playing without a starting quarterback also calls us to play without our starting linebacker uh, because our guy that played quarterback Jackson was start linebacker, one of the leaders of defense. Uh, you know, and not to mention we already had you know Gage out due to his week one injury. Uh, so really, two of our best defensive players uh, we were missing Friday. Uh, and so moving into this week, uh, we're still dealing with some injuries. Uh, we think right now there's potentially four or five starters that are out. We got a couple others that are questionable. Uh, and again, that, you know, that's a tough situation. Uh, but like I talked to the team yesterday after practice, that's also part of the sport. Uh, you know, football is a physical sport, uh, and with football, injuries every year are part of it uh, now you hope you hope you know year to year it's always different on how many and and the severity of them and what players and all those things uh, but we, we have to move on uh, and we have to put the best product on the field that we possibly can Friday uh, and the guys that are healthy you know when you got guys that are banged up you have to have guys step up and uh, try to fill those shoes yeah, and, and because, you know, what else are you going to do? You not play the game? You got to go out and you got to play right. the game. And you actually did this past week, I was noticing, um, you had some guys who were in places where they're not usually at step up and make some plays last week. I thought I thought some of your linebackers played pretty well. Yeah. Um, especially against a tough running team. Yeah, Kaufman. You know, Kaufman was a really good football team. They're uh, 3-1. and one. Uh, they're, they're a playoff caliber team uh, in 4A Division One, uh, with a lot of numbers. Uh, and we were, you know, we gave ourselves a chance to win that game in the second half. Uh, you know, it was 14-14 at halftime. And then, you know, there were some critical plays that we didn't make and they did make in that second half that kind of swinged it. You know, one of them was about five minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, and it's fixing to be where we held them. It was fourth and nine. Uh, and we get a late hit out of bounds uh, that prolongs the drive and allows them to score. Uh, if that doesn't happen, they're fixing the punt. We have the ball, chance to go up late in the third quarter. Uh, and so, you know, just 
And I thought we did a lot better job. You know, one of our focuses last week was our self-inflicted penalties. Uh, you know, the game before we had 13. Uh, this week we had four. Uh, now those four were big. You know, that one we had two. Uh, we had two false starts on offense in the second half, and then we, we didn't uh, get off the field on a PAT. We had 12 men. Guy was supposed to come off, didn't come off. Uh, and so, you know, th those four were critical, uh, but it was an improvement, you know, from the week before. We just got to now focus on, hey, in the second half especially, you know, that's when those penalties tend to creep in more because you are more mentally fatigued. Uh, you have been playing the game, uh, and you and it's, it's easy to lose focus. It's easy to lose discipline. Uh, when you're in the second half, you're tired, the game's tight, and those things happen. Uh, so, again, we we still have room for improvement uh, and have to eliminate those type of penalties. Yeah, and I think that, that for me watching the game, I did think that that, um, that penalty on the opposite sidelines would have been fourth down. That was a big turning point in the game. I yeah, that you were. Yeah, it not only gave them a first down, it sucked a lot of life out of the sideline, I thought, where you were ready to, like, really move forward. Yeah. Um, and that's what you've been talking about and you've been preaching about, and it's and it's good that you did so much better. And uh, you did do much better in it this week. It was yes, just a poorly timed yeah. flag at it that was. particular point. Um, but, again, like I said, some players stepped up, and you're going to have to have those guys – step up again uh, this week because, again, you're going to have some guys in different places. I know that uh, we talked about it when we uh, were going through the preseason and you were doing scrimmages and things like that. You know how certain guys play. You wanted to see other guys play just in case, see who your players were, where they could fit in, do things like that. And now all of that's coming to fruition because you're going to be leaning on a lot of those guys. Yeah, that's that's one good thing about you know, the first month of the season, uh, when how we approach it, we try to get everybody reps and everybody understanding their position and everybody even game reps and scrimmages. Uh, so, because again, you never know when you're going to have to go to the second, third, or fourth guy at times. Uh, and, you know, from position to position, it could be different on, on year to year, week to week, uh, what position you have to get deeper in the depth chart on. Uh, and so, you know, we there's a couple guys that have been playing on Thursday nights uh, that'll that'll play this Friday, uh, and so the, those guys will have to step up. And so, again, I think our kids will be ready. I think they'll play as hard as they possibly can. And I, again, I, I really feel like we're gonna have a chance to win in the second half again. I think it's gonna be a really tight game. Uh, we have to find ways to make the plays in the second half to win the game. Okay, and so we're going to be in Jacksonville Friday night for the kickoff to uh, district play. Tell us a little bit about Jacksonville. How are they doing? What do they look yeah, like? Yeah, so Jacksonville comes in. They're one and three overall. Uh, they won Friday. Uh, their first win, they beat Longview Pine Tree. They really won in pretty uh, dominating fashion. Uh, I don't remember what the final was, but it was 31 to 7 uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, and so they really controlled the game. Uh, throughout, they uh, before that the week before they lost to Crandall in a really tight game, uh, and so they've improved each week. They have a new coaching staff, uh, so it, you know they're learning new ways to do things. But you've seen them improve as a football team, 
uh, on film from week to week. Uh, they're a uh, offensively, they're very multiple formational. Uh, they they want to, I mean, they run the ball well, but they're really a big play type offense. Um, they have one, they have two really good receivers. Uh, number fourteen is dynamic. Uh, he's committed to TCU. Uh, probably the best football player that we've played against up to this point. Uh, so you got to know where he is uh, because he's he's really really special. Uh, he's a game. He's a. And that's saying something because you played some really good. Yeah, we have played players some good. so far. But I, I think he's the best, uh, and so we'll have to know where he is and not let him beat us. That was one of our keys to the game. Uh, make somebody else beat us, uh, and then you know number three is also a really dynamic receiver. Uh, the quarterback is another uh, McCown boy. It's Randy McCown's son, uh, the oldest McCown. He he played at Texas A and M back in the day, uh, and so he he understands the offense. Throws a really good ball, uh, and he he's a good player, similar similar to his cousin at Rusk. Um, and so it's going to again be a big challenge for our defense. Um, I thought they played. I thought last Friday our defense played well enough for us to win the game. We got some critical stops, made some big plays, uh, and we're going to have to do that again against these guys. Defensively, they're a three-four uh, defense, similar to us. Um, they play a lot of man in the secondary, uh, and you know really try to play their outside linebackers pretty tight, close to the box. Uh, so they're they're a stop the run first defense and play man to man most of the time in the secondary. It's kind of their scheme. So are they likely to bring pressure off the edges then that bring the you know, backers in? They don't bring them a whole lot. Uh, they do bring them some, uh, but but they really don't bring them on pass a lot. They'll, they'll drop back into the flats and try to get underneath. Uh, but, uh, you know, they do bring them some. They're just not a every down blitz team. Okay. Uh, so. All right. So what does that mean? for Athens and the Athens Hornets. I mean, obviously on defense, you said they're a they're a big play team. <laughs> and by that I assume what you're meaning is, you know, they're gonna run the ball a lot, they're gonna they're going to um pound you or whatever, and then they're gonna look to get that one play over the top. Always reminds me of the old Raiders, the way the old Oakland Raiders used to play. Bam, 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 and then long. Yeah. And that, that's similar to what they do uh, because they will get in a lot of two tight end sets. You know, now they also get in spread formations, uh, but they're, they're really multiple with their formations. Uh, and they're running back. They have two good running backs, uh, and they, they want to run it. And then, like I said, they try to find, get 14 out, out in deep ball. That's going to be actually, that's, I would think that that would be something to be, um, to be really working on this week because especially if you have people in different positions on defense and you're playing somebody that's that multiple, it's going to be imperative to make sure you get lined up correctly. Yeah, it is because when you play a you know multiple formation offense, you know, and especially when you play somebody with a player like they do, and we have a game plan, you know. A, knowing where the player is that we're kind of treating a little bit different. And then also, well, is it one tight end? Is it two tight ends? Is it no tight ends? Because that changes how our safeties line up. And so the communication yeah. piece defensively is really big. Yeah. And yeah. Everybody being on the same page. Because right. if, if you line up wrong, 
Uh, say they come out in two tight end set and you don't cover up one tight ends and they release him up the seam will be an easy touchdown. Sure. Uh, so you got to line up right. Sure, and that's one of those things sometimes the fan from the stands doesn't see quite as fast as right. maybe a coach or whatever that, you know, it, it isn't just the same thing every time when they come out. It may look like from the stands, okay, it's shotgun again, it's shotgun again. But right. whether it's a 21 personnel or, you know, you're going with an empty backfield, you have two tight ends, or do we have them out in slots? Right. Your defense is reading those every play, and based on where they line up is where they have to line up. And I know, um, talking with you, if they're outside the hash or inside the hash can change everything about the defense, right. and all you need is one guy to miss that, That's and right. you're in trouble. Yeah, you're exactly right. So offensively attacking a three-man front, though, has got to be um, – Something familiar for yeah. your offensive line. Yeah, it is. You know, we play a three-man front when we've played, which is it's kind of interesting. Uh, most of the teams we've played this year have been three-man fronts. You know, Kaufman was primarily a three-man front. They would jump into a four-man. Uh, walks at you off, played mainly three-man. So most of the teams we Brownsboro was mainly three-man. Almost every team we played, Russ was three-man. I guess every team we played up to this point was three-man, which – most years in the past, it's been primarily four-man front. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting to shift uh, this year of what we face. So our, our offense, again, like our especially our offense line, uh, it should be – we should have some familiarity with what we've seen. Uh, you know, we do have some injuries on our offense line, so we got some other guys stepping up there uh, as well. So it'll be a good challenge for those new guys stepping in. All right, so let's finish off like the way we always do, talking about the word of the week yeah. and some of the keys to the game. Uh, the word of the week and is uh, this week is faith. Uh, and I, I talk all the time to our kids about how football is life and football teaches life lessons. Uh, and again, that's, that's why, really, that's, I believe, the ultimate reason we are here uh, and, you know, and life. And I talk to them about my, you know, me personally in life, when things get hard in life, uh, the easy thing to do is say, well, I, I got to figure it out. Uh, I, I, I got to do this my way. I have figured out. And me as a Christian man, uh, sometimes I don't, when things get difficult, I don't spend the time uh, talking to God like I should have. I don't lean on God. I want to do it my way. Uh, and you know, and so when I explained to the kids this week, uh, yeah, we're coming off two games, two losses, uh, two games we could have won, but we didn't, we're banged up. It's easy at this point as a player on the team, as an individual to think, well, I, I, I have to do this or I have to do that. And I got to do it my way versus trusting my teammates. Uh, and trusting my coaches and trusting the process. Uh, and even though, you know, the last two weeks we haven't won, sometimes we have to understand the process is bigger than a win or a loss on a Friday night. Uh, and trust them, we're all in this deal together and we all got to do this the Hornet way and not my way. Uh, and so that, you know, I... I thought as I was thinking through the weekend uh, about, you know, again, 
I don't just write down a word on Monday whenever the kids walk in and say, hey, this is the word week. Uh, I put a lot of thought into where we're at as a program, where we're at as a team. And that, it kind of kept speaking to me this weekend of, hey, man, we got to have faith and we got to trust each other and we got to trust this program and we got to do it. We all got to do it the Hornet way and not our way. Uh, so anyway, that's our word of the week. Uh, the keys this week, number one, we've already talked about is offensively, we can't let 14 beat us. We got to know where he is. Um, he's, he's a big-time player. He's going to make some big plays, uh, but we have to have a plan for him, and we have to know where he is and identify him. Uh, offensively, we have to try to attack the man coverage. You know, when a team plays seven in the box, you have to make some plays in the passing game. Uh, and so that's really big. We've challenged them this week. Uh in the second half, uh, again, and we had this key last week, but in the second half, uh, offensively especially, uh, we have to come out and execute early in the second half. We've had some second-half offensive woes uh, in three of the four – or in three tight games. Uh, so we've got to do a better job on offense coming out, uh, especially early, you know, against Kaufman the first three drives. We didn't get much going, um, and that that hurt us. Uh, and so though, and then finally, the last one, uh, we challenged them again to make a game changing play in the special teams. Uh, I think our special teams units have improved. Uh, we we our PAT unit, and we haven't missed one in two weeks. Uh, our kickoff coverage and kickoff were a lot better. Uh, so make make a game changing play, uh, whether it be a block kick. Uh, or a big kick return uh, just kind of try to swing this thing all right well there you go folks that's what we're looking for friday night we're going to be in jacksonville come on it's not that far away make sure you get in cars and come on out cheer on the hornets as they start district play coach thank you for a chance to come in and talk to you and we'll look forward to seeing you friday night i appreciate you Mike. thank you